hello, and thank you for tuning in for another podcast episode. I am so happy you're here again today. My name is Sarah Ray with Spiritually Inspired, a lifestyle brand on a mission to empower modern mystics all over the world to embrace and discover their own personal divine truth through crystal healing, mindfulness, and ascension and other spiritual awesomeness. (laughs) This is episode 13, and we're going to talk all about one of the most popular healing crystals, amethyst. Everything that is mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes for your reference. And if you enjoy, please consider subscribing however you happen to be tuning in, whether that's on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube or anything like that. I would love to have you as a regular listener. So let's just go ahead and get started. Amethyst is a crystal healing classic if there ever was one. It is a stone that is adored by all sorts of different people all across the world. It is next to essential for any crystal enthusiast. Most people find themselves drawn to amethyst. It is very highly spiritual. It's very easy to find and get a hold of. It's beautiful and I think it really helps assist in the ascension process that we're all going through right now on earth. And personally, this is one of my favorites. I know I say that a lot, okay? (laughs) But it is, though. I would say it's right up there with Labradorite. Um, It's probably in my top three with Selenite as well. Um, It's probably the stone that I have the most of in my collection. It's very calming, and it's a beautiful purple color, and purple is probably one of my favorite colors. And it's also been gifted to me so many different times that I've just accumulated a lot of different pieces, and I I love them all so much. And one of my favorite individual crystals that I have is a purple amethyst skull. It is so beautiful and I just absolutely love it. I was so excited to finally add it to my collection. So I know I say a lot of the crystals are my favorite crystals, (laughs) but amethyst is definitely in my top three. Amethyst helps us strengthen our spirituality while also offering us energetic protection. Spiritual awakenings are becoming more and more common, which is what I mean when I say ascension, is that it's the mass spiritual awakening of the global consciousness. And a lot of these people who are going through spiritual awakenings are finding themselves naturally drawn to the stone. I think this is because it heightens our intuition, it promotes inner peace, and it helps raise our vibrations as well as helps open up our third eye chakra right in the middle of the forehead, which is our center of spiritual awareness. It is essentially where spiritual awakenings are triggered, uh, which again is one of the reasons why I believe that so many people are attracted to purple amethyst. So despite its prevalence, natural specimens of amethyst are in very high demand and they are very easy to obtain and they're really affordable too. Any store that sells crystals will absolutely have amethyst crystal. Enormous amethyst geodes can be purchased at pretty much any rock show, rock shop, or mineral show. They're very easy to find. If you search crystals anywhere, you're probably going to see a picture of amethyst. It is one of the most beloved stones in the community, I would say. So amethyst is known as the sobriety stone. Citizens of ancient Greece and Rome believed that drinking wine from an amethyst-encrusted goblet prevented them from becoming intoxicated. They were also known to keep the stone with them when they were hungover in the hopes that they would sober up faster. In fact, the name amethyst comes from the Greek word amethistos, meaning not drunk. I hope I said that right. I don't speak Greek, but 
that is where the name comes from because it is known as the Stone of Sobriety. Throughout history, amethyst was considered a precious stone, just as valuable as a diamond. Nowadays, it's considered a semi-precious stone by the jeweling companies. The metaphysical community today continues to recognize its incredible spiritual powers and revere it as a really precious stone in their personal collections, just like I do. And luckily for all of us spiritual folk, amethyst is one of the most common crystals on Earth because it is a form of quartz. It can be found in many different countries, places like Africa, Mexico, Europe, Brazil, Canada, Bulgaria, the US, Russia are all common distributors of amethyst. Uh, like I mentioned, this crystal is mostly known for its natural calming energies. It's a great go-to stone for those of us that are feeling emotionally overwhelmed or they, uh, anyone that feels a lot of stress or anxiety is a great stone to work with, especially if you pair it with Amazonite. Um, it's great for meditation as it promotes balance and love for the divine by opening up and connecting to the third eye chakra. If you meditate with amethyst regularly, a higher state of consciousness can be easily achieved, which is what happens when you go through a spiritual awakening. You're attaining a higher level of self-consciousness and, and awareness. This purple gem is also excellent for developing your psychic skills and deepening your spirituality, um, meaning the clairs like clairsentience and clairaudience and clairvoyance and that sort of thing. Most of the metaphysical community would agree that this lavender gem is probably one of the most spiritual stones there are. So Judy Hall is the author of The Crystal Bible, and she writes, Amethyst balances out highs and lows, promoting emotional centering. It dispels anger, fear, rage, and anxiety. Alleviating sadness and grief, it supports coming to terms with loss. Amethyst has the awesome ability to transmute negative energy into love energy, leaving us feeling calm and serene. It can also transmute low vibrations into higher vibrations, meaning it literally transforms them. It is a natural stress reliever, and this crystal can help an overactive mind to slow down and rest, which is why it's such a great meditation companion. Other times, when it's more appropriate, this stone can stimulate the mind and help in the decision-making process. It's really great for balancing out uneven emotions and getting rid of harmful energy, um, especially energy that relates to addiction, any type of addiction, not just substance, but also emotional addiction. Maybe you're addicted to self-sabotage or addicted to maybe finding people that hurt you in some way, those sort of karmic patterns that you may feel like you're always stuck in, amethyst is great at pointing those out and getting rid of them. So simply put, amethyst is a crystal with a very high spiritual vibration that teaches us to fall deeper in love with the divine. Overall, it's an excellent tool for spiritual progression and discovering your soul purpose in this life. We all have divine soul purposes. We're all here for a reason. Nobody is just wandering around with no rhyme or reason. We're all here for a purpose and Amethyst can help us discover what it is. Although you probably already have an inkling of why you're here, but Amethyst can get rid of all the muck. It can help you work through the third density problems that we experience, such as addiction or stress or overactive minds, these sort of things, problems of the ego, so we can better interpret what our soul is trying to say. It really does connect closely with the third eye chakra right here in the middle of the forehead, but it also connects really strongly with the crown chakra, which kind of floats above your head as a crown would, because uh, those are both the centers of spiritual 
awakening the spiritualness in your life. And the crown chakra in particular is what connects you to source energy, connects you to the divine and the universe. So because that is Amethyst's specialty, it helps open up both of those chakras and they're right next to each other. So that helps when you're working with Amethyst, um, it can easily connect with both of those at the same time. For the zodiac signs, it connects with the water signs because it's an emotional stone and it helps relieve emotional stress. Those water signs, uh, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, and traditional birthstone of February. So it also connects with Aquarius as well. The element, like I said, it is water. It represents intuition, love, and emotions. Amethyst and water both represent those things. It's also associated with air, which connects with the intellect, inspiration, and imagination. Again, we have a lot of information or a lot of energy going on at the top of the head with the stone. Intellect is a big one that I haven't mentioned yet, but because it helps alleviate an overactive mind when it's not helpful, but it also helps stimulate ideas when it, ideas when it is helpful, it really does empower an already powerful intellect if you have that, which I'm sure you do if you're watching this. So I also mentioned already that it pairs really well with Amazonite if you're looking for stress relievers. And every single stone men, um, that I have ever talked about or will ever exist pairs well with clear quartz and selenite. So amethyst is no exception there. It also pairs really well with hematite, which is a grounding stone. So because amethyst is up here in the higher chakras doing its work, it would be really wise to connect it with a grounding stone uh, so you're not so lost in the clouds. So you're still here on earth doing your spiritual work, but also connecting with something bigger than yourself. Similar to hematite, it would also connect well with black tourmaline, which would have the same sort of effect. It connects well with a labradorite because labradorite is also very grounding and protective, but also helps stimulate the psychic skills such as clairvoyance and clairsentience and intuition and all that fun stuff. It forms into terminated geodes, clusters, and generators of all sorts of sizes. And usually the richest color purple is found in the center of the stone with the terminations being the most transparent. So when it comes to a point, it's not going to be as rich in color most often than the base of it. Um, sometimes it forms with hematite, which produces a gorgeous black colored amethyst that combines a spiritual energy with grounding energy. Chevron ameth amethyst is also quite stunning. I always look for the gorgeous white streaks in the chevron amethyst when I make um, amethyst jewelry because I just think it's very striking and it's very beautiful and it's very obvious to point out and it, you can kind of think of the white streaks as the divine light being poured through that crystal. It really brings you closer to the divine when you have chevron amethyst nearby. That variation in particular would be really good with working both with the crown chakra and the third eye chakra simultaneously, I think, if that's something that you're trying to do. So kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit, if you're interested in learning how specifically to work with healing crystals and working more with your chakra energy, uh, feel free to check out my ebook titled Crystal Healing Crash Course, available now wherever ebooks are sold for only $3. It's a great way to not only get started with energy work and having a better understanding and more knowledge of working with crystals, but also to support my work um, my podcast, my YouTube channel, my blog, all of that stuff. And I really, really appreciate it if you would consider supporting in that way. So my main takeaway with Amethyst is that it is the most spiritual stone there is. It helps stimulate the mind in just the right way. So if you need your thoughts to calm down, Amethyst will help you with that. But if you need a spark of inspiration or a boost in intelligence in some way, Amethyst can help you with that too.
So if you would like to learn more about Amethyst, I have a blog post on my blog uh, titled Amethyst, Intuitive, and Serene, because those I feel are the most um, common words we can use to describe Amethyst. And that's, of course, linked below. If you would like to read a little bit more about that, you can just head over to spirituallyinspired.co to explore my entire library of blog posts, podcast episodes, videos, book recommendations, and so much more. There's so many other crystal posts on there that I haven't yet covered in podcast episodes. If you want to learn more about a specific stone, I am sure that it's on there for you. And if it's not, it will be soon. And I hope you've learned something new about this amazing purple crystal in this episode. Um, If you have any other questions, please feel free to comment or reach out to me. I would really appreciate hearing from you. That's one of my favorite things is receiving mail from my viewers and my listeners. I want to get to know you and I want to hear from you. So I would absolutely love that if you wanted to reach out, even if you just wanted to say hi, I would like to say hi to you. So please don't forget to subscribe and like and follow and all the things if you enjoyed. And please feel free to share with someone else if you think they would enjoy it too. And don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode next Friday. We're going to be talking about broken crystals. If that's something that you've experienced in your life. Oh, it makes me feel a little heavy just talking about it. But that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. So you definitely don't want to miss it. So thank you again for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Blessed be.